Welcome to the Early Night Show with Anwar Pramanik. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Anwar Pramanik's Early Night Show. With, I hope, the only person on this planet called Anwar Pramanik. It's the only really unique thing about me, my name. and my superpowers of course which i can't tell you guys about <laughs> i hope you've got a cup of something nice today because this is going to be one of those long format podcasts this is going to be a good fun one i'm going to talk about a bunch of different chapters of my life threaded around one topic and how I've come to realize something very profound about the way the matrix works. So if you want to know whether this podcast is for you, whether you should stay, I'll sum it up in one sentence. This is a podcast of how a video game reminded me or made me rethink of my religious views or made me reminisce on my religious views and think about that a few ideas that i had constructed for myself once with regards to how control mechanisms work and how religion is just one control mechanism out of the million that have existed to guide humanity during its different stages in different civilizations if that sounds like something you want to and it's going to have a lot of biblical christian black metal satanic and pagan undertones this entire podcast so if you if this sounds like something that you want to be part of because i'm going to go super fucking in depth today then you should stay if not then you should probably check out the previous podcast cuz it's a much more light headed non direction chilled out laid back version of format of the podcast that i do anyways jumping in take a sip of something really nice guys i'm telling you you need it You can even light up a J. I think this is a perfect episode for smoking a J in the darkness with my podcast on. So let's jump right in now. In the last podcast, I st- uh, stopped off with talking about how I'm playing this video game called Blasphemous right now, and how it's completely based on heavy catholic christian old testament christianity um you know it's so, so we all know that there's two two sides of christianity right one is the old testament where god is this vengeful punishing father who will punish you if you you know like there are these parents <clears throat> who punish you if you stay up late and beat you up and do shit like that that's one side of the bible the old testament and the new testament where is you know like the son of that punishing father when he leaves the house starts smoking a j and realizes oh my god my upbringing has been shit and he spreads a much more peaceful message that's the new testament that's how i see it anyways father and son so uh, this is going to be focused on the old testament part of it which the old testament ruled humanity for a long fucking time i mean the thoughts and values of old testament even even after the new testament was formed 
Catholicism really derived a lot of pleasure or a lot of its systemic control from pushing the idea of guilt, punishment, um, shame, penance. We're all born of sin. We've all got to do penance to escape our sin. If you die, you know, like you've you've seen a lot of TV shows, right? Where, uh, especially if you maybe have watched, if you've watched Vikings. you'd have noticed right if any christian dies without a proper burial then they say that he's not going to heaven but he's going to purgatory right is because his sins have not been some shit like right or if if a baby that's not baptized dies then it goes to purgatory because its sins have not been forgiven or something like that is very weird right so I have always been very influenced by this dark side of Christianity. It's very fucking dark. It's very intense. If you've read Berserk, you've seen a side of it. If you've heard about the Spanish Inquisition or read about it, you've seen a side of it. If you've read Monty, if watched any Monty Python movie, you've seen that side of it. So I've been playing this game called Blasphemous. It's a 2019 release, 2017 or 2019 release game. Fucking amazing. Uh, the game popped up in my feed because it's. Uh, the dlc just came out and i started playing it and the entire game is based on a lot of this jesuit christian it's all based on that entire catholic christian that game of thrones that shame shame you know the sparrows it's completely based on that kind of a background but even more dark even more malicious even more supernatural right so the entire concept of a game is you play as this penitent one who's taking a penance right now of silence and you're going around trying to figure out the story of this great land playing this game really took me back to my those days you know in fact to get myself in the zone just before this podcast i was listening to freezing boon by mayhem one of the most satanic satanically black metal influenced songs it's not a very devil worship song as much as it is a black metal song but it definitely takes you to that zone so yeah that blasphemous really got me to start thinking about i'm i love anything that to do with christianity gods angels demons bible testaments jesus reincarnation anything to do with these things and i have a i have a soft spot for it even though i'm hindu by birth my entire schooling has been christian in a christian convent ryan international school every morning we have prayer we have the bible reading we have the lord's prayer that's the our father we have bunch of different sing songs that are your you know like jehova jera blind man all christian songs so i have been heavily influenced by it and it's not just it's not just a uh, um it's not just my school but even one of my really close friends nikhil if you're listening to this nikhil john he was a very he was from a hardcore christian background right very very like very modern of family very very modern with their thoughts but very hardcore christian like i still remember um joy jordison for the all hope is gone slipknot album he had that jesus christ crown of thorns as part of his get up so he taken a print out of that and his sister had literally crumpled that and thrown it <laughs> again not making fun of anyone but i'm not very tolerant of people who are very extremist with their religious views and impose it upon others so again 
coming out of that topic so i that he was also a big influence because he was in my apartment we used to spend a lot of time together so he was a big influence with regards to that and uh with regards to the christian influences because it's with him and another friend of mine bennett agas jude <clears throat> who was more of a christian with regards to his family background but he never imposed christianity on me as much as nikhil did again guys you know i love both of y'all this is the truth so i'm speaking this shit <laughs> if you're listening i know benny's listening to this for sure nikhil i don't think listen nikhil listens to my podcast he was always a little too cool for me but at the same time it's because i got to in- interact or got influenced to these two things because of these two people right that my life got so much amazing context today so i can't, i i'm so grateful that i got to spend my 9th 10th 8th 9th 10th with these guys 3 years of really strong influence and my school as well and i still remember there was a time in my 9th grade where i was so strongly influenced i wanted to convert to christianity like i used to wear a rosary and stuff then i'm like somehow i didn't convert i don't know why i didn't convert maybe it was a very cool thing for me to wear a rosary that's why but i didn't convert to christianity instead i converted to the antichrist side of it <laughs> i became a hardcore you know like i was big time into metal back then and very deeply influenced by satanic themes and cultures iron maiden i mean the songs of iron maiden used to be something i used to like fucking lose my shit over and in fact nikhil had given me a book called he came to set the captives free very sexual book about pagan about this Christ- lady who joined a satanic cult and they had crazy orgies and then she comes back to christian life so it really got me stimulated and if you know the iron maiden dance of death song it's like a fucking pagan orgy in the song and that was the first iron maiden song i'd heard in my life and maybe the first possibly the first metal classic metal classic rock song as well so big fucking influence right apart from that you know i've always um so yeah influenced to by the satanic side of it and i've always i've always felt a strong influence of darkness of that darkness in my life i've always had it even before this i was kind of reveling listening to that mayhem song i mean i'm a great soul at heart but i have also a brilliantly dark side of me <clears throat> you know like when there is a strong light there is a bigger shadow right so that's what i believe in so i i remember it was a um, exposure to really dark thoughts exposure to biblical mythos right i got exposed to a lot of the bible stories like if you if you're someone who's a writer or a reader and if you've heard of paradise lost i got influenced to that at ninth grade right the concept of the devil's son um there's a grasshopper in my room right now <laughs> anyways the devil's son and the devil's wife the devil's daughter and how the devil's son rapes his own mom concepts like that it really screwed with my head but in a good way good and bad way like i got exposed to that biblical mythos and creation theory creation of man where we come from so those thoughts started coming then and i'm really grateful to my exposure to christianity because i'm 100% sure if i'd been very strictly hindu then i would have only exp- explored god from a very religious from a worship point of view because most of hindu 
um experience for in hindu culture the experiences with gods are mainly through worship through through uh rituals not worship through rituals whereas i wanted to experience it outside of that anyways that's another story so you know those black metal i started watching all kinds of satanic movies dark movies exorcist movies um exposure to anything anything to do with the sa- with satan and the devil and darkness and evil constructs i was into at that point of time not to say that i was bad or i was suicidal or carried a knife but i was really exploring those thoughts and those that side of me and i believe that's how uh the entirety of my 9th and 10th grade went 10th grade went 11th and 12th it got a little bit more subtle like it became a little bit more uh i don't really recall okay what my religious influences were in 11th and 12th i think i was more i think i became more engrossed in um politics because you know that we had that whole school election and i became more engrossed in community leading and stuff like that so religion kind of stepped back from my life it really took a big step back so i didn't really identify with anything i didn't follow anything i was a yes of course i was still what you would like to call and that is when now i remember yeah that is when i think i started developing these ideas of atheism i am an atheist i don't believe in god god does not exist if god exists why does he exist all these things you know not so deeply i had these thoughts so school was such school kind of set the 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 first stone of everything religion religious that was to happen in my life going forward i think school kind of set the tone for that and i'm really glad really grateful really glad because if it hadn't then i think today i wouldn't again like i said like just like nikhil and bennett i think without them my life would have not had the kind of amazing depth that it has today i mean i i enjoy metal so much or let me say i enjoy certain concepts so much because i see it i mean because i see it from a biblical western mythos point of view and as much as you and i might not agree today's world is driven by western propaganda and western propaganda is based on biblical mythos so a lot of our today's world is based on that i mean ad and bc i mean bc is before christ ad is anno domini or whatever we have right now it's changed now i think it's changed right so that's based on christ christmas based on christ lots of things i mean a lot of our world i mean the one of the world's biggest religious heads is the fucking pope there is a country out there that belongs just to god and his men called the vatican so it's the entire world is very strongly influenced by god and his angels and their stories and i don't blame them i mean there are two kinds of religions that exist right i mean i cannot find the word for it but i remember or maybe i should get to the next part of this topic before i get to it so next was after school was college i mean school was you could say the beginning of my journey into spirituality started with this right because i really started questioning god and all it was amazing right like now that i look back to it now college was fucking fantastic first year of college i was a dumb not dumb i was one of those like party boys college fuck boys kind of thing it was very weird uh but in my second year 
I met two people, Aditya and four people. Four of us used to hang out, the four horsemen. Myself, Aditya, Adnan and Hisham. Um, Hisham is a Muslim, Aditya is Hindu. I am a Hindu, Adnan was a Muslim. I come from that Christian background, Adi comes from Christian background, Bishop Cotton's. Adnan comes from a strong Muslim background, so does Hisham. And again, Adi's parents are very, 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 Bra- they're Brahmins, hardcore Brahmins. So he's got that Hindu influence. So three of us really used to have, so here's, a, here's what our routine used to be in school, my school, my college mate. So I had four lectures in a day, 45 minutes each. So within 45 minutes, one and a half hours, three hours, my college used to be done. And I used to have 45 minutes break in between. So four hours, three hours, four hours used to be my college every day. Second year. So that's when I dropped out, right? That's when I started dropping out. Uh, started my process of dropping out. So I still remember during my entire third semester, morning, third semester was afternoon classes. Okay. So 10 o'clock to two o'clock or something like 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, yeah, something like 10 o'clock to two o'clock. Yeah. So 10 to 1, we would have 10 to 10 to 11.30, we would have a class 11.30 to 12.15, we would have something like that. Okay. So we would have classes like that to three classes, a break and a class. Or it would be the next semester would be one class, a break and three classes. And most of the times, the last class, the teacher never came, lecturer never came. So we used to just be chilling. Now, I remember my routine used to be fourth semester is when they started. Okay, I still remember very strongly third semester, not so much. Third semester, I started smoking up like crazy. Like I started fucking smoking weed and getting psychedelic trips and stuff like that started in third grade. So it was crazy. Okay, not psychedelic, but weed based drugs, drug trips. So I still remember now, <clears throat> um, fifth sem, my routine was go to college early in the morning, seven o'clock, reach there, have breakfast at the post office canteen next door, go attend a lecture, come down as soon as in the lecture, my boys would roll a joint, come down, smoke the joint during the break, talk about shit, come back to class, have three hours of lectures. One of those lectures was always film studies and in film studies, we used to watch a movie. <laughs> it was amazing and we used to watch a movie and at the end of the day me Adnan Aditya and Hisham uh, so Hisham had a vehicle and Adnan had a vehicle so Adi would travel with Hisham I would travel with Adnan or we would swap we would go to Chanakya grab a coffee and talk about religion now, Aditya was big time in Aditya and Adnan were big into Aditya more was big time into Christopher Hitchens and Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris and what's the fourth guy? The four horsemen of uh, modern day atheism. Let me type, okay? Sam Harris, Christopher Hitchens, Richard Dawkins. Um, Dennett, right? Daniel Dennett. These are the four people, the four horsemen. Yes, the four horsemen. I've got to watch this. It's a brilliant uh, documentary of new atheism. If you guys ever want to watch it, please watch it. It's called The Four Horsemen. Look it up. Uh, it's really going to mind fuck you if you are not had religious thoughts. Anyway, so we ha- used to have that. And thanks to Aditya and Adnan. I mean, dude, you have no idea how much I owe you guys. If you're listening, Aditya listens to my podcast once in a while. 
Adi, if you're listening to this, you have no idea, dude, how much I fucking owe you for putting me down that thought because Christopher Hitchens was my breakaway to spirituality. I mean, Christopher Hitchens was my gateway to psychedelic awakening, if I have to put it like that. I mean, Christopher Hitchens saying no to shit realize that I can say no to fucking beliefs and put my own theories forward as long as I can back them. So I still remember like Christopher Hitchens, Dawkins, Alan Watts to an extent I got ex- introduced to because of these guys, which then led me to go down and figure out these different people like Zachariah Sitchin, Sasha Daygame, Neil Strauss, who, I know, James Clear, Mark Manson, Krishna to a big extent. I love Krishna's word, teachings, Osho to an extent. All of these started because of Hitchens and Dawkins. Now Dawkins, um, his documentary is known as, wow, I should have done more research. His book and documentary is known as, uh, what, is, what is it known as? What is it known as? The God Delusion. That's what it was known as. So if, the entire thing about God delusion is he goes around the world to the most religious people in this planet and he questions their religion. He's like, if your God was good, why would he do this? If your God was so insightful, then why would he do this? If your religion founded religion, then why was there a religion before that? Why are all your religious rituals inspired by pagan stuff? Dude, you have to watch that if you ever get a chance to. It's brilliant. Um, Richard Dawkins boss man himself and Christopher Hitchens I mean dude Christopher Hitchens is the he wouldn't have been alive in today's politically correct culture they would have destroyed him but when he was alive I think he's destroyed Mother Teresa he's destroyed Christianity he's destroyed the Pope he's destroyed African religious conversions you know like in Africa did you know that that Christian popes anything any Christian missionary in Africa that is warranted by the Vatican Church or the Catholic Church, they will go there, they will spread condoms. And then what they do is they circumcise women. And how they do is they stitch up the clit. You can read about this. Richard Dawkins talks about this and Christopher Hitchens talks. He fucking Christopher Hitchens hated religious propaganda. So he hated it. Richard Dawkins is more of, you know, he's a scientist. He analyzes it. Richard Dawkins was a fucking journalist. He used to shred people to pieces, right? So if you ever get a chance, please watch Richard Dawkins' um, The God Delusion. And just go and check out Christopher Hitchens. Just go and type the hitch slap. You know, the bitch slap is when you go and fucking whack someone on the face with the backside of your hand. The hit slap is when he would give a backslap answer to the biggest religious people on this planet. Like, just watch. Like, I'm going to type it right now. Let's just type Hitchens, hitch slap. So Hitchens also kind of uh, became a little uh, pavum towards the end of his life because he got esophageal cancer and he died because of that. Um... A lot of people said it's God punishing him, but he's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's God afraid of me. That's why he's taking me away or whatever. I mean, he didn't believe in God. I don't, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have said that. But <laughs> Anti-theism. That's what they are. These, are. these are dudes. So there's two things, right? There is your atheism, 
where I don't know if I should believe in your religion. And one is anti-theism. Anti-theism is literally, they say, humanity precedes religion. You do not need the word of God to believe or follow God. That's what anti-theism is about. It's against religious doctrine. Now, this comes down to that thing that I was saying. There's two kinds of religion, right? One is you have the conversion-based religion and one is you have the one is you have the religion that asks you to convert and one is the religion that asks you to just participate like right so your islam and christianity are hardcore conversion-based religions i'm not able to find the right words i will find it and i will talk about it correct myself in the future but conversion religions and uh, worship or just join religion i forgot what it's called okay so your christianity and islam the whole purpose of that religion to exist is to convert the other person and tell them my god is real yours isn't you have to believe in my god or you will not go to my heaven and you need to go to my heaven if you want the best afterlife and usually because christianity became the dominant religion of europe because emperor constantine is like hey europe's too divided right now i want all of europe united so that i can rule it easier what do i do let me call up the Council of Nicaea, get all the wise men together, get all the Christian books that have ever been written by Jesus and his followers together and let me create the Bible. Let me only choose and handpick the books that I want to be putting in this and those books written by those followers which might be too woke for the people, I will not add them. So whatever Bible we have today, King James, whatever fucking version we have, is a Bible, it's like this, right? It's literally like this, it's like, Imagine you know, there is a candy store with a hundred flavors, right? You, but, right? There are a hundred flavors in this candy store. And there is this one person who says, you know what? I want to, I want to lead my class. And he says, the only way I can lead my class is if I give them all candy, right? But he will give them only those options out of the 30. Like say, for example, a hundred candies, like I said, right? He will remove the top 70 which are too expensive or that may be something that, you know, he knows will not work for him. And he will only take those 30 and he will make this menu and he will give it to all the people. He'll say, vote for me, guys. I will give you free chocolate. One of these free chocolates. That's literally how fucking Christianity was founded by Emperor Constantine back in the days. He wanted to unite Europe. He's like, let me form. I need something to unite Europe. Religion came to play. So that's how religion as a control mechanism and um, it's insane so now this then led me to my post-college life where i started exploring spirit spirit the spiritual side of things so it was first the mental side of things right as ninth standard of how i think dark shit then it became the theological side of things of how i can ritualize and practice religious shit and then it became understanding my spirit and spiritual alignment so conversations of the spirit and this is when i was you know in my peak stoning days i was really getting into psychedelics traveled around india did a lot of these pilgrimages and i say pilgrimages not to like your temples and all but like i would go starve in somewhere for 30 days 20 days 15 days do starvation long starvations get hallucinations visions of god and of fucking biblical stuff you know like how they say every religious book has some angel who's come down from heaven and spoken to some guy and given him the directions right so I started exploring all of these concepts from, no, first I started exploring things from a religious, spiritual point of view, right? Of spirit, in spirit and cosmos and we are the universe, we are all one. Religion is just a theological manifestation of spirituality and things like that. You know, I started having those thoughts and I'm like, 
who needs religion if you need spirituality and if you have if we all can be one why do we need religion so i started going down that route the hippie life and i realized that's a very far from reality kind of a route and i'll get to that immediately after this so you know i'm very thankful for the influence of religion and antitheism in my life to be able to go down this spiritual route because today who i am the thoughts i have the kind of interactions that i do with people is all because of that so very grateful right now that spiritual route kind of took me down it was an amazing experience right a good 3 years i explored every sti- every spiritual side that i could from hermetic philosophies to understanding you know like how a stoic philosophy can exist that spirituality soon developed into philosophy right from your hermetic philosophy to a stoic philosophy to maybe like your epicurean philosophies to maybe tantric philosophy to you know like so i started exploring these different philosophies started exploring how how humanity how humanity's understanding of divinity consciousness god religion etc evolved over time and how that influenced humanity over time and how that changed our thinking over time like how god was 600 the concept of god 600 years ago like how richard dawkins says right like you come and explain to me the concept of a big flying spaghetti monster or this mountain spirit known as the juju of the mountain and i will laugh at you similarly you go to africa and you try to explain to a tribe the god and his angels and the holy spirit and things like that and they will fucking laugh at you so i'm like you know two cultures so evidently different laughing at things they believe to be so true for themselves right laughing at the other thing which the other believes to be so true for themselves so that's when i started exploring spirituality and i'm started thinking despite there being different cultural influences and political influences and social influences and economical influences and emotional influences and psychological influences depending every 3 400 years there have been some things that cultures have kept very consistent like it's a repetitive pattern of spirituality or of wokeness or of patterns in their theology like i'll give you an example ricky gervais says this right how do you know religion is not real you destroy every scientific book and every religious book that is there in the world out there right now 3000 years they will be rewritten what will be rewritten for the scientific books would be very close to the scientific books of yesteryear in the sense if today's scientific book says pi is 3.14 and uh, radius or diameter is 2 pi r and uh, gravity is 11.9.8 meter per second or whatever that is if i know these things then when these scientific books would be rewritten 3 4000 years ago later Sure, maybe the units will change. Maybe it won't be pi anymore, but these units of measurement will be the same. But religious books will never be fucking rewritten the same way. Bible, God, angels, feathers, seraphims—never gonna happen. Oof, fuck! This is a crazy, crazy podcast topic so far. I've just gotten started. I mean, coming towards the end of the podcast, and that's when you know I started breaking down that there's two sides to religion. There's the divine side of religion, and there's the theological side of religion. both are absolutely necessary and i'll tell you why if you have to explain a concept to someone you're going to be which is a very foreign and abstract concept like if you've read a lot of these uh um uh these conspiracy theories of jesus you've heard that he came to india he learned buddhism he wanted to take buddhism back to the middle east to because it was a fucking fucked up time at that point of time and he changed buddhism so it would be more relevant to people there it's like what uh this guy says dalai lama says right he says when people ask him uh why do people worship you so much and he always says that 
there is a teapot on the table there is a tea boiling in that teapot you can either choose to drink the tea out of that teapot or you can choose to worship the teapot there's two kinds of things you can do you can either choose to drink the tea out of the teapot or you can choose to worship the teapot most people worship the teapot they don't drink the tea out of the teapot but it's absolutely important to have the theological side and i tell you why like see like i told you constantine wanted religion to unite his people europe was a very fucked up warring time it was very warring and fucked up time for europe at that point of time it was it is not united imagine india with its 29 states constantly at war it's not united right that's how europe was same with the vikings and their concept of valhalla wherever religion has sprouted it's always sprouted to unite the people under one thought for a common good like force to lead that that community to something but slowly over time it becomes a control thing where you start stop going from inspiring a community to do something to controlling a community so that they do something for you if like assassin's creed i think was building on this entire thing which is why i believe that the templars took over and completely ruined the storyline so that it wouldn't wake us up anymore but assassin's creed really explored these concepts and i will get to it a little bit more right so when i started exploring these things in my trip that there's a spiritual side and there's a theological side like god will come and tell you the angels will come and tell you in your dreams that all needs to be good you cannot explain it to people like that you will have to give them a set of commandments rules processes right like the same thing that i'm doing in my organization right now i want everyone to go home happy 6:00 every day finish their work on time do good work win awards be happy get a good career build a good portfolio for themselves but if i just tell them these things they'll be like what are you saying man instead if i give them processes like you need to do these things when you're sending me copies send me three send me with options with a concept note with a reference think it through drive it with the copy te- design team get an approval back up yourself when i'm asking you why you're doing these things help me understand your concepts pitch it better conceptualize think it through you know like send a brief send a rational these things i if i put these structures in place then they will fucking follow it to the t maybe two or three people will drink the tea of understanding that i'm doing this because they need to grow but most of them will worship the teapot and follow these things the rules same thing right most of us don't need religion because we can control ourselves but the majority of people really want their lives to be controlled i mean you will look around if you're someone who's woke you will look around and you'll see there are some people who want to be controlled who willingly give up their control i mean do we really need a government we don't do we really need someone telling us how we need to live our jobs our lives who we need to marry we don't but some people are so afraid that they need it which is why religion needs to exist for them in a time where time driven by barbarism where there is it's like in vikings when they're having a conversation uh king ecbert and ragnar ragnar says why does god need to exist and ecbert says if he doesn't exist then humanity would not ever want to be better we would not ever try strive to be like god and ragnar says if god doesn't exist he doesn't need to exist right so you see the difference ecbert realizes the real reason to have these structures because 99% of people are fucking idiot sheep who need to be controlled if you're not controlling them then they will fucking go to war they will kill each other they will do stupid things they will become like hillbilly rednecks no structure no semblance in their life they will go back to being primitive animals literally there are some people who don't need that who can control themselves lead their own lives give themselves direction they don't need a controlling thing 
So if you're someone who's fought against religion, you realize you don't need control. If you're someone who's never fought against religion, you realize you need that control. Now comes the most important part of this. I am looking at this control mechanisms are needed. Now I'm going to talk about the evolution of control mechanisms. It's very important. I believe that like how I was mentioning before, right? Every 600 years, the narrative of religion changes. I believe every 600 years, the con what is the mechanism used to control humanity also changes. I'll give you an example. I think at one point in time, religion was a mechanism used to control humanity, subdue humanity. Then it became aristocracy, you know, where it's initially it was you worship God. Then it became, you worship the man chosen by God. Aristocracy, right? Not aristocracy, what is that? What is that? What is it that stopped when the French Revolution died? Aristocracy? I'll tell you. Basically, it's when they say that the king is chosen by God. That is why you, nobody else has the right to challenge that king. It's again a way to control power. That's it. Aristocracy. I think that's what it is. No, it's not aristocracy. It's not aristocracy. It was... Um, wait, I'll tell you. King chosen by God. Divine right of kings. What is it? Monarchy. Monarchy. Not aristocracy. Monarchy. Right. Monarchy. So religion, theology evolved into monarchy. Worship of God became worship of man, who is the chosen or the voice of God. Similarly, I think, so religion was a control mechanism at one point of time. And when the world, whoever, New World Order, Q, QAnon, Illuminati, Rothschild, <laughs> aliens, whoever it is controlling the world and they know that humanity needs to be controlled, they realize, you know what, these buggers have woken up. They're not going to be sold on religion anymore. So they influenced tech. I honestly believe they influenced tech. I honestly believe like how we have in Hinduism or how we have gods that are gods now i think in the future we're going to have gods that are going to be like like chemistry is going to be a god physics is going to be a god mathematics is going to be a god a person of personified deified god but i'll get to that so i believe that science is going to become the new god right it's not going to be god like the way we see it but god in a complete like worship has changed the new worship is having a phone putting up your statuses feeding technology you're feeding this technology artificial intelligence like assassin's creed showed us as juno right we are feeding this juno god is in a new form right now we are feeding juno by the with that information we are giving juno control over us by telling juno this is what we like this is what gives us interest like if you've watched this netflix thing called social dilemma i mean we are the products now we are not the customers we are not the we are the products being we are the commodity being sold so, so techs become the new control thing. I mean, like people are fighting over, I'm Facebook, I'm Instagram, I'm Reddit, I'm this, I'm that, I'm Reels, I'm old school, I'm podcast, I'm this. That's the new division. That's the new religion. Before it was, I'm Catholic, I'm Protestant, I'm Orthodox, I'm modern Orthodox, I'm Saxon, I'm this, that. Not Saxon. That's, a, that's more of a race. But like that now religion has become more of that i mean tech has become the new religion and it's going to be really fucked up so just like how there was worship of god which then became worship of man under god there was worship of tech <clears throat> now we don't worship tech anymore we worship the tech people we worship jeff bezos we worship gary vaynerchuk we worship those guys 
the ones who rule tech bill gates we worship them what is that lady the amd lady she's fucking worship like amd ceo what's her name lisa su right we these are the people being worshiped now so it went from worship of tech towards this is like i'm talking about 2019 20 you know no before that 13 14 15 16 17 18 this started once tech became enabled in our life and they realize you know like tech is ingrained we need a new control mechanism i think they you've seen that joke no like when <laughs> you think you've got a trump card to play on someone and they reverse uno you same thing we fucking started getting woke age of aquarius started again they fucking just did a reverse uno on us and they made religious religion uh, they made spirituality into the new control mechanism and i'll tell you why there's a quote in spirituality that says if you think you're a better person just because you eat green vegetables if you eat salads and do yoga then you're the fucking most evil sent you're you're the devil in disguise himself you're going down the most egocentric path and that is what spirituality has become now it's more of worshiping the tea teapot than drinking the the kettle drinking out of the kettle worshiping the kettle than drinking the tea like you will notice a lot of lot of i'm not talking about everyone again i'm not generalizing but a lot of these spearheads of spiritual wokeness today are people who are very much driven on me included me included i am very 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 strict about certain things which i don't believe is right i don't believe it's the only way to be woke or live like that but what i'm trying to say over here is instead of worshiping yoga or instead of worshiping eating good instead of worshiping body movement not yoga body movement eating good good frequency good vibration good thoughts good community development eating well feeding others having inspirational motivational thought we have now started worshiping those people who give us that we worship the mark mansons and the gary vaynerchuk again gary v cuz he's really done well in this we worship them as opposed to worshiping the message which is something gary keeps talking about dude don't fucking listen don't worship me listen to what i'm saying don't follow me do what i'm saying right and again i'm pretty sure gary knows that he needs to have his 10 million followers so that he can sell those 10 million followers to his clients and then he will use that money to fucking grow his spiritual thing so he's you know he's like king egbert from vikings the control mechanisms have to be there so the only point the reason i was did, we've done this entire podcast today and i'm going to close my book here because i don't need these notes i think i've reached the end now i'm just going to conclude is i would like us to all be aware again this is a rant so i would like us to all be aware of these different control mechanisms in the movie matrix they showed us that there is a control mechanism but now we have kind of become stuck to the face value of those things that the matrix is like you know like rick and morty also shows no that it's a simulation it's not a fucking simulation like that the simulation is like honestly the matrix is the way our mind works i'll tell you what i mean i'll tell you how the matrix works the matrix does not work in the sense that we are living in a 3d reality and the women that you are meeting are all 3d constructs and nothing is real that's not the matrix the matrix is that you have when you meet a woman on the streets you're t- you be, and your body is telling you dude i want to fucking talk to this lady i want to take her out on a date your mind is like no you should not do that because society does not allow me people do not allow me what will these guys say what is it now i'm like it's okay i shouldn't do that that is the fucking matrix 
that is how the matrix controls us not that we are living in a hyper extended simulation reality i mean yeah maybe we are but the matrix controls us by the way we project our thoughts into our reality because the way we exist in this planet is the way we project our thoughts a lot of people when they meet me they call me a bully or they call me a very serious person or they call me very dominating i'm not like that at all i mean i usually speak up last this podcast is the only place where i speak up it's because when i project myself i'm absolutely fucking putting myself in that space i'm owning that materialistic space i'm owning the fact that this is my matrix that i'm controlling like people who are very good at manipulating others thoughts not manipulating in a bad way but in a good way like craig ferguson right if you've noticed the way he controls people's mindsets like the best behavior analogists psychologists shamans the people who control people people who control other people's souls and guide them are the people who understand how this fucking matrix works and there are going to be times when you'll realize that the matrix works in a certain way i would like you like it's happened to me where i've gotten caught up like this entire religious thing was about a, how i got caught up it took me 8 years to realize that religion has two parts that's the divine and theological part the divine part needs to exist because we are all we are all divine we are all god but at the same time the theological part needs to exist as well because we need to practice our closeness to god like your your spirit modern spirituality tells you the way you practice your divinity is waking up eating good fucking doing epsom salt baths practicing gratefulness gratitude it's the same thing as going to church eating fucking lent do having a lent fast period doing these things x y z it's the same fucking philosophy the moment we get stuck up stuck up in that th- in that fact that i am not caught up by religion i'm a woke person i do i eat cucumber and kale for breakfast every day and you tell yourself i'm not controlled i'm free that's the fucking matrix that is the fucking matrix so it's not as simple as saying that just because religion exists religious control religion controls us that's the matrix but the matrix is how religion controls our thoughts so that even once religion has left our lives those thoughts still continue to exist and control what we do that is fucking the matrix that is how religion works i honestly believe that religion needs to exist but not in the way religion exists today same way like how i believe marriages need to exist but not in the way marriages do today i believe that god and religion need to exist but not in the way they do today i believe that that there needs to be a way for us to understand see there is no way that all humans can be free it's just not possible for all humans to be free and do what it's not i'm telling you right now as much as i believe in divinity freedom and assassin's creed order of nothing is true everything is permitted like i said it's not because these are the people who are easily manipulated but these are the people who want to be fucking manipulated like you yourself must be like i am around so many people in my life who i have amazing conversations with red pill the fuck out of them or i used to i used to have this a lot i used to red pill the fuck out of them and then i realized the next day they are back to their blue pillness two reasons why one i was not able to put a religion for them you know like a practicing religion for them religion is nothing dude it's a fucking bunch of guidelines of how you need to do things religion like i said it's divided into two things the theology and the divinity the divinity is if you do yoga and you do these woke things if you fucking uh, do these good house parties and fucking festivals you're woke you're fucking woke and free 
You're a butterfly soul. You're the stardust. I believe in all of these things. I do. I very strongly believe we're all stardust, children of the universe, children of the cosmos. I believe I'm an alien. <laughs> I believe I'm fucking an alien uh, reincarnated here. That's even more fucked up, right? The, what I believe in. But at the same time, I believe that theology needs to exist. There needs to be guidelines and doctrines. Like I, every day is a way for me to try and put processes into my life so I can live my every day of my life that much closer to my divinity but at the same time getting involved in the matrix like you need to get involved in the matrix but at the same time be aware of your divinity so you can pull yourself out that's how this works i mean now i'm going unscripted right i mean ever since i stopped with telling you guys about you i'm pretty sure you must have realized when the scripting stopped because i'm going very off handle right now these are my thoughts so i want you to honestly ask yourself like like meditation it's nothing short of prayer right there's or i, I remember i had this uh, banyan okay it was a fucking brilliant banyan i don't know where that banyan is dude ah, i know where it is so it literally said uh meditating praying is talking to the universe meditating is listening to it praying is talking to the universe meditating is listening to it that's literally how it works right you go you pray in church god help me please do this throughout the day you listen to god for a sign you meditate you say self aware control mechanisms religions they are always going to be there 10 million years from now there'll be a new religion there'll be a new control mechanism if the world is still existing if the plan i don't think universe is going anywhere i don't think humanity is going anywhere next 10 million years you see how it's going to be it's going to be completely different and i really really fucking wish i was immortal so i could have stayed alive for that i really wish i <laughs> had immortality like i wish i could freeze myself 25 years old age with this body and physical health i mean obviously i have to take care of my i don't want to freeze my physical health i want to get much fitter this age i want to freeze myself my cells don't die anymore i wish man i wish <laughs> i wish i could go back in time also and see religion from what it was these are all just wishful thinking what is true is i'm aware of these control mechanisms and i'm going to keep talking about it till the day i die never ever ever buy into something just because you're told it figure out for yourself whatever i've said right now don't buy it any anything i've said right now use this as a scripture to understand if use this as a uh, it's like this no it's like they say that in a jungle it becomes easier the more there is a trail because you know that wahan pe jana hai i have to go there but at the same time i want you to walk on your own path you will fucking figure it out and i'm telling you like oh, it took me a while to figure it out you will figure it out and i'm always open to having a conversation about these things because it's one of something very close to me like bib- anything biblical like john constantine el blazer pete morbacker delta heavy's music anything to do with the bible god angel demons castlevania um con- this thing that i'm watching right now anything like preacher music metal metal is fucking it's like one entire side of metal is all about god and religion i mean i'm very fucking influenced by these things and i love it i mean it's amazing i mean there was like like i honestly believe that it's a work of aliens dude like and i'll tell you how like imagine a science fiction book okay how does your bible start or at least at the beginning of the bible it's two people look down at the planet and they say we need to create men in our image let there be light we need to create things in our image now imagine There's two scientists. They're in a lab. They're working on something. And like, let there be light, macha. 
you know like how when frankenstein victor frankenstein created the frankenstein's monster he pressed that button electricity came let there be light it's alive similarly imagine two boys they are working on a zoo project or they are rendering a 3d simulation in their laptop and they like let it let there be light they press enter and it simulates itself and then they like let me create man in my image man was m dot a dot n probably some fucking acronym of something and they created a 3d model that looked a lot like them like yeah maybe this 3d model can't create like me i'm a complex five dimensional being but i can create a three dimensional being they did that and they're like okay now i need to guide man if you watch rick and morty if you watch that episode of the universe within the universe what is that which episode is the multiverse one no you will realize what i'm talking about so I believe that's what happened. Like Eden was just E dot D dot E dot N. It was a science laboratory, laboratory where these aliens came and they tested. They played around with the aliens' DNA and the monkey DNA. They fused it together and they're like, "Wow, new slave labor. They can build our pyramids. They can build our fucking. They can help us harvest the gold so that we can go back and build our our atmosphere back on Nibiru or wherever." Assassin's Creed talks about all of these things in AC two and. the edge of trilogy and they fucking completely destroyed all of this because they realize it's getting too woke that's why i hate the new assassin's creed not because of anything else but because they completely the team like the entire team the three the three guys who wrote assassin's creed patrice patrick desile and the two ladies i forgot they are all all quit ubisoft i'll tell you creators of assassin's creed patrick patrice patrice uh i tell you who they are patrice desile that's one cory may that's one and there's a lady also i forgot her name the creators of assassin's creed names maxim belland uh anyways all of these guys got kicked out dude and <laughs> it's amazing like it is amazing like i'm i remember one of the most woke moments of my life was when i was doing acid when i was on a peak acid trip and i was watching all the assassin's creed trailers back to back to back to back it fucking woke me up like crazy man assassin's creed is amazing i just played two again like last year i played not last year this year only i played assassin's creed two again it's fucking brilliant if you're interested in assassin's creed and you want to watch something just watch assassin's creed the truth video talks about adam and eve and how adam and eve were actually created by these alien masters in earth in that science fiction laboratory called eden and how the <coughs> apple of eden was like a com- super computer that downloaded a lot of information for them i can fucking go on and on like i have so much knowledge about these things you know like but i won't i'm pretty sure i want to call this podcast to a i think it's almost been an hour long podcast almost It's a really long format podcast, and I can go on and 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 on of how, of how Lucifer. It's it's nothing more than Satan of is a story of it's like it's like this no it's like startup there's a company there's a it's it's like Marco Pierre White and Gordon Ramsay. Marco Pierre White was the master. Gordon Ramsay was a student. Like Lucifer, Satan was God's favorite. Lucifer, he kicked him out. or it's not even god who kicked him out it's michael who kicked him out or gabriel who kicked him out one of those two fuckers who kicked lucifer out and gave him those angel those seraph wings and the reason lucifer left is because he was telling everyone boss you are all being controlled by god don't be fucking controlled leave think for yourself 
and he left he got kicked out whatever we want to see it <clears throat> i've always felt like lucifer for all my life i felt like you know the guy questioning ev i question fucking everything right every fucking thing like i question myself not that i second guess myself but i question the things that i do when i get involved in that i ask myself why am i doing this and i love it i that's where the self awareness starts from wow this is a good podcast i mean if you've stayed with me for so long i salute you i give you a cheers you are a true fucking soul man and if you've heard it so far i want you to drop me a comment and tell me how it was send me an instagram message tell me how this podcast was i think it's been one of the my best podcast so far episode number 21 is this 21 i think yeah four more episodes to go for season 2 to start that's fucking great <laughs> yes this is episode 21 so as my cup of tea grows cold and i down it ah i wish all of y'all adieu let me see if i remember the lord's prayer in the our father prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us forgive us our sins and lead us not into temptation uh, <laughs> then i forgot lord's prayer Yeah, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. That's the prayer. I think I said it. <laughs> Amazing. I still remember this. It's awesome, and that's why the podcast title as well. So thank you for joining me. Uh, I really hope this podcast was a great podcast. Maybe you've saved it. I want you to listening to this again. I know I'm going to listen to this podcast in one of my asset trips. Thank you for joining me. <clears throat> Thank you for joining me. See my voice is giving away. Thank you for joining me. I really hope this podcast leads you to your the exploration of your own divinity and your own religious thoughts and your own understanding of God and religion and the control mechanisms that exist. I really hope that you come out of the strong, woke, free and with thoughts of your own. Thank you for joining me. This is Anvil Pramanik signing off for episode 21 of another episode of the early night show see you again in the next one goodbye sayonara